America was built on preparing for the difficult times. Wise people foresee trouble coming and avoid it by being prepared. That's why you should know Food Storage Guys. They supply everyday citizens with emergency supplies, including wholesome food, cooking gear, water storage, and more. Any vegan, gluten-free, and meat eaters will all find what they need, along with free shipping on orders over $200. Visit foodstorageguys.com to get what you need to prepare. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Attention, you're listening to the Todd Huff Radio Show, America's home for conservative, not bitter talk radio. Be advised that the content of this program has been documented to prevent and even cure liberalism, and listening may cause you to lean to the right. Here's your conservative, but not bitter host, Todd Hoff. Greetings, everybody. This is Chris Dunham filling in for Todd Huff on the Todd Huff Show, the home of conservative, not bitter. I'm always honored to be asked to record a couple of episodes of the show and uh, give my perspective in the absence of Todd, who does a remarkable job keeping the conservative cause alive by using civility and deportment in order to get the point across. Somewhere along the line, our narratives have become shrill, our opinions have become jaded, and people have now kind of acquiesced to a power that kind of forces them to do what they think they have to do with the people up top. I think C.S. Lewis some years ago coined the phrase, fatal obedience. In fact, many years ago, I remember reading about it and then subsequently listening to it in his book, a Grief Observed, where he talks about his journey uh, of uh, losing a spouse. But enough about that. Uh, let's get back to the task at hand. Uh, we are now a couple of uh, weeks away from the midterms, and uh, a great amount of uh, speculation is being made on the congressional races, on the governorships, on the Senate, and everybody is hoping that uh, writer heads will prevail cooler minds will analyze, and speculative thought process will give us the deliberated outcome. But that's all for another day and down the road for people who are more of or more qualified to be the conservative pundits in this cause. I am but an immigrant who came to this country many years ago and kind of articulate my way through the American dream in a different way. Somewhere along the line, I became a speaker and an author and a writer, 
and then of recent past, probably the last five to seven years, have delved into the concepts of anthropology and history, asking myself why some people are so bitter and some people are so happy within the same confines. I love how C.S. Lewis put it in that fatal obedience, but uh, let's uh, dive into something which I want to share with you, maybe a digression from what you normally hear. I titled this topic, uh, Losing the Culture War, when I did a presentation for an organization. Subsequently, it evolved to the casualty of culture and the Christian compromise. That's what I did most recently in India, which is not a land of uh, Christians, so to speak. But a group of Christians in India asked me to address the issue of the casualty of culture and whether we who uh, represent the conservative right or the Christian right, whichever way you want to put it. Uh, I'm not even for a moment suggesting that all conservatives are Christians or all Christians need to be conservatives. I'm just coming at you from the Judeo-Christian perspective. And I hope you'll uh, give me a listen uh, both today and tomorrow as these shows air to talk about this thing called the collapse. You know, I jokingly said the other day at a gathering that uh, we are the only generation that probably has seen the advent of conquering space and the marvel of putting a man on the moon. And then we are also the same society, the same civilization, the same generation that have now acquiesced to losing out ground and probably tolerating people who identify as the moon. Now, obviously, that's tongue-in-cheek and a little bit of uh, humor and sarcasm added for value. But uh, today I want to present to you three moods of this loss. One is deviation, the second is distortion, and the third is delusion. Tomorrow we'll talk about some other components, or whenever the next show airs, we'll, uh, we'll add that. But as always, filling in uh, for a guest uh, as a guest host is not only daunting, it's difficult. I don't uh, normally work with uh, timelines that are constrained based on when commercials appear and all that. And I really appreciate the producer and Todd giving me the leeway to not act like a radio host, but actually arrive as a commentator, a social commentator. So uh, as we uh, go through this first segment, let's look at this concept of deviation. And deviation is something that happened, I think, post-Vietnam. Post-Vietnam, America began to experiment with something called free love and uh, all these kind of moods and motifs that uh, ushered in the era of boundaryless thinking. Now, the Thomas Jefferson Research Institute has said that by the 1950s, the percentage of morality being taught in our schools was so small, it was not even uh, awarded any kind of credibility or it was not its percentile was not even worth recording. Now you add in the 60s and the early 70s, the free love and the hippie movement, and something happened where basic society of good and bad, yes and no, black and white, right and wrong, began to experiment in this boundaryless psychedelic thought process. Now, if you fast forward from the 70s to now, we're looking at a good uh, 50 plus years, what you have seen is a devolving of society, not an evolving and the, de- the devolving was not technology. Technology, we have seen advancements that uh, man has been surprised by. 
We have entered the area of virtual reality. John Lennox says AI will be something that will be devastating on the culture because now you do not even need to leave the confines of your, uh, your domicile to go off on this voyage of artificial intelligence where your avatar or something can experience something in another part of the world. So just because technology transports you, the conjuring of the human mind to have wonder is now being lost. But while technology is doing that now, a deviation did that in the 70s. This, this ability to not think for yourself, this ability to now be participatory in some kind of a group think, a group think that was countercultural, a group think that was anti-establishment. Now, anti-establishment uh, is different in communist and socialist countries, but anti-establishment in this country just meant, I don't want to have any laws. That's why Aldous Huxley is famous for saying, I don't want my life to have any boundaries, or I want my life to have no purpose, for then I can participate in my own erotic dysfunction. So what are some of the deviations as you ponder this, as you're listening to this, and if you're old enough to remember the 70s and 80s, if you're young enough, it doesn't matter. You're probably facing the outcome of that or the tail end of what that era ushered in. But this loss of the culture war that we are now seeing, this moral decline, this abhorrence that we are seeing on our streets where looting is called taking or uh, immigration, uh, legal or illegal, is considered bigoted. If you bring in that word, they should just be looked at as people seeking a better opportunity and a better life. And as a legal immigrant who was processed in New York, holding all my papers like my life depended on it, waiting for two hours for the officer to clear me. And today, 36 years later, living the American dream, I was processed. I love the word immigrant. I love the word legal. I love the word green card. I love the word resident alien. Now, the reason I love that is each step of that was a step closer for me from my dreams in rural southern India to the bastion of hope and opportunity and freedom that is here in these United States. So as we navigate through these moods and motifs, you'll hear in me a jaded view. I hope it doesn't come across as bitter because this is the home of conservative, not bitter. But I hope my view will actually give you more bearings in your conservative stance. So some of the deviations were the free love movement. The second deviation was changing vocabulary. Changing vocabulary to include words that historically by Oxford or Merriam would not even be considered good lexicon to use in a legitimate conversation. Ambrose Bierce once said, the English language is like the grunt of a human hog. Somewhere along the line, we took away the ability to communicate. We went to frivolous, meaningless banter that was considered legitimate exchange. For those of you who are younger and actually process this, what I'm talking about, as you look at your own devices, ask yourself, have you ever completed a complete sentence without adding an emoji or some kind of an abbreviation to exclaim your, move, your mode or your motif? I'm a crossword guy. I love doing crosswords. And almost every other crossword has a clue of an abbreviation that talks about something. And I think in this day and age, it's just to fill in three squares on a crossword because you couldn't think of a word. So part of the casualty of culture was this deviation. Orwell put it in three modes. He says, war will be peace. Freedom will be slavery. Ignorance will be strength. 
Huxley said we will arrive with this deviation into a desire for stability, a constant seeking of identity, and a community that will give it to us. McLuhan, the Canadian philosopher, said the medium is the message. Postman said we have arrived at this era where we are amusing ourselves to death. Part of the deviation was the idiot box, the idiot box and the television and everything it brought into our living rooms. Gone were the days of the three channels that now slowly progressed. Of course, today you have hundreds and hundreds of channels, a majority of them doing the same thing, and some of them doing something so very specific, it's almost absurd. There is actually a channel where you can, in your big screen TV, imitate a fireplace and an aquarium. If this what is what passes for entertainment, we are long gone from the human species. We have advanced cancers, uh, cures for cancers, and now our deviations are actually mind-numbing. Think about it. Most recently, the Vice President of the United States said something at some place where she says, the forgiveness of student loans is not just for those that graduate, it's for those that didn't graduate as well, that $10,000 forgiveness. But I love the deviation of her byline. Get the word out, people need to know. Get the word out, people need to know. So part of the deviation was something seductive, offered in a way that seemed nice, that seemed comfortable, that offered that stability, that catered to your identity, that made you belong to a community, and you actually bought it. And by the time we wake up and smell the coffee, it's like that proverbial thing of the frog in the warm water. Uh, It slowly lulled into that concept of comfort, and then it wakes up dead. Well, when we come back after the break, we'll continue to address this issue. America was built on preparing for the difficult times. Wise people foresee trouble coming and avoid it by being prepared. That's why you should know Food Storage Guys. They supply everyday citizens with emergency supplies, including wholesome food, cooking gear, water storage, and more. Any vegan, gluten-free, and meat eaters will all find what they need, along with free shipping on orders over $200. Visit foodstorageguys.com to get what you need to prepare. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80 that's mypillow.com promo code Todd. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
Welcome back. Uh, this is Chris Dunham again, filling in for Todd Huff on the home of Conservative Not Bitter, the Todd Huff Show. Uh, I have I have been uh, behind this microphone many times, uh, filling in for Todd over the years. It's always an honor. I never in my wildest dreams growing up in India thought that day would come when uh, many thousands of people would hear my voice on an airwave because of a category or a prominence that someone else created. So for those of you listening, uh, I really am grateful. I tip my hat to you. I appreciate what you do on a daily basis. I do believe this country was built on the hardworking people who have that conservative identity that uh, is required and warranted for a society to actually thrive. In my book, The American Dream from an Indian Heart, I wrote some years ago saying, we're not poor, we're actually too cheap to afford the once available commodity of dignity. We have literally ransacked the cellars of human pride and looted the morals that form the fabric of a responsible people. So as you hear me chat away with you today and go through some diatribes of my own, I hope you will take it in the essence of how it is presented. Now, I'm a communicator in terms of the fact that I'm a speaker, so if I seem long-winded in my narratives, it's just to get the point across. Uh, Sometimes I need to parse it, sometimes I need to break it, and sometimes I repeat myself, but that's just a trainer in me, and I beg your forgiveness. Well, when we uh, were talking about it in the previous segment, we talked about this thing called the deviation, the grand deviation experiment. I would like to anchor that around 1970, maybe even 1975. What was the rest of the world doing at that time? You have to realize that some of the other cultures and economies that were colonized were very fledgling. India in the middle 70s would have been about 30 years removed from independence from that 200 years of imperialism. More recently, countries uh, within the continent of Africa saw their liberation only in the 60s. So uh, by the time the 70s rolled around, some of them were actually experiencing independence for the first time in a couple of hundred years after colonization of uh, the Dark Continent. And what ended up happening was civil war broke out and many of those people suffered for the next 20 or 30 years. So wherever you were in the 70s, some of you may not have been born, some of you were we do realize that some grand moods were beginning to begin to take place. And these were orchestrated moods, I do believe. And the orchestration may not have had a a sinister motive to it, but it had a control motive to it. And that's why it's imperative for those of you who subscribe to the conservative ideology and punch that Republican ticket in elections, you do know what I am talking about. This deviation exists on both sides. This deviation exists on both sides, not because we are trying to become morally uh, corrupt or something like that, but a deviation is the beginning of losing that, is, is the beginning of that casualty of culture. For example, within the confines of marriage, uh, divorce uh, was a taboo at one time in cultures, especially India, where I grew up. Today, it's something very normally talked about. But by the 50s and 60s, America was already talking about this. The rate of divorce had gone up quite drastically, which means part of the deviation was the definition of a family itself had to be altered in some way for other people to introduce that group think. And again, I use the word groupthink and, uh, you know, the words big brother and groupthink might seem uh, 
atrocious or they may actually seem quasi-conspiratorial. But the bottom line is, ask yourself where we are today and whether we are actually cowering, whether there is actually peace in this world amidst all the turmoil that we see. You know, many years ago, George Whitfield, that uh, revivalist uh, preacher who came from England to the United States many, many times, preached on Jeremiah. And Jeremiah's famous scripture was, we put a bomb on the wounds and peace, peace, we say. Some actually say Patrick Henry took the word peace, peace from that particular message when he says, you know, gentlemen cry peace, peace, but there is no peace. The war has already begun. The next gale that sweeps in from the north will bring to our ears the clash of resounding arms. Why stand we here idle? What is it that gentlemen wish? What would they have for his life so dear or peace so sweet that it be purchased at the price of the chains of slavery? Forbid it, almighty God, for I know not what path others might take, but for me, give me liberty or give me death. Some of my words may be interspersed, but I get excited when by rendition and wrote, and wrote, I can repeat those famous words. But the part of the deviation that took place was all of this, this bomb that was put on, a false bomb that was put on. There was a festering sore in the family. There was a festering sore in the culture, and pardon my graphic word usage. But where we are now is that false bomb that was put in, and a peace, peace. But further you go on in that Jeremiah verse uh, in 16, it says that uh, very, very, it's beautiful. It says they were not even ashamed of what they were doing, for they did not even blush at their deeds. I love the word blush put in there. Now, the reason I'm invoking a little bit of scripture here is that's my bent. I'm an I'm a evangelical person. I run a ministry and I spend a lot of time overseas catering uh, using the concept of having lived in the West and operated. So going back to the deviation, these are some of the moods that I wanted to present to you. When you look at that peace, when you look at that false bomb, when you look at that changing of vocabulary, when you look at free love, when you look at boundaryless thinking, when you look at just presenting thoughts and moods to to pacify people. And we were lulled. We were lulled into a false sense of security. And that false sense of security, forget the election. Now, if you, if you move forward to the 80s and we look at the four years that took place in the 80s, the person who ascended to power was a simple man. He was a decent man. He was a farmer. In fact, I would venture to guess, as I've traveled around the world, President Carter's greatest contribution to humanity came after he left the White House when he worked with Habitat for Humanity. I've been to some of the places in the Philippines when he, along with the local president, built houses for people. And many of the inhabitants of those houses live very proudly in the fact that their domicile actually has nails in it from a former president. So he was a good man. He was a decent man. But he was surrounded by people who were constantly pressurizing. Every president has had that same issue go on. And that's why I want to come from outside the walls of politics to see how it is actually inundating and guiding us. And you and I scratch our heads, you know, and like George Harrison, we say, we keep on voting, they still get in. You know, how can someone who has lost an election come back and be a contender just four years? What has changed in the mood of people? I thought we progressed. No, what is what they're doing is they're repackaging. And this brings us to that second mood, which is distortion. When we come back after the break, we'll begin to address the concept of distortion. Actually, they tell me I have a little, time, a little more time to go. So let's begin this concept of distortion. What are some of the distortions you have seen? 
They put fire in one place. They put smoke in another place. You don't know whether you want to react to the immediacy of the threat of the fire or whether you want to worry about the slow contamination of the smoke. Now, that's about as best a description I can give you of when an issue is presented to you. In an issue presented at the Supreme Court level, when uh, they're talking about the rights of the unborn, uh, one, one side of it, it's a fire. I mean, you have to react to it now because you're taking away my rights. You're killing my ability to live as a human being. The cry is shrill. The voice is harsh. Uh, the images are graphic and they're, 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 they wear all kinds of uh, uh, contraptions on their head to prove a point. And this arresting of your imagination is constantly pummeled by way of the media. So on one side, you have that, that, that fire, that urgency. You have to react. You're an imbecile if you don't. If you don't act according to it, you're a bigot, you're prejudiced, and they go down all of that. This is the grand distortion that is actually causing the culture to lose. On the other side is a small amount of smoke where we actually see a person being interrogated or interviewed at the Senate level and being asked a question to define a woman. And she, who was basically nominated to that position because she was a woman, uh, says, I'm not a biologist. And a group of people scratch their head, but a majority of people say, hey, you know what, that's just a little smoke. It's just, uh, you know, maybe she misspoke. Maybe she really didn't understand the question. Maybe she didn't want to alienate a group of people. So the grand distortion is always these two moods. Now, when we come back after the break, we'll, we'll explore in detail what are some of the distortions going on currently. More after the break. America was built on preparing for the difficult times. Wise people foresee trouble coming and avoid it by being prepared. That's why you should know Food Storage Guys. They supply everyday citizens with emergency supplies, including wholesome food, cooking gear, water storage, and more. Any vegan, gluten-free, and meat eaters will all find what they need, along with free shipping on orders over $200. Visit foodstorageguys.com to get what you need to prepare. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Welcome back. I'm still Chris Dunham and uh, still coming to you from Dallas, filling in for Todd Huff on Conservative Not Bitter, a beautiful home for conservatives who can actually debate ideas and explore concepts in a civil manner without getting all anxious. But as you, as the sound of my voice amplified in the previous uh, segment, I think I was uh, channeling the late, great Rush Limbaugh, who when he got on a point and he was absolutely sure he was right on the bookends of that point, it took him a while to uh, draw away from it. And man, do we miss that kind of thing, especially the sarcastic comments about people from certain parts of the world. And, you know, for those of you, I'll speak slow and all that. And uh, uh, yeah, we do miss him. And he was the advent of this who made a lot of the stock show format possible for many people. But uh, I would like to thank my friend Todd for giving me this privilege, because as an immigrant, it gives me great joy to articulate my thoughts thusly. So we will finish the deviation and this loss of the culture war, casualty of culture. I added something called the Christian compromise, and this is something I told Todd I would do. I'm an evangelical by nature, and I don't want to alienate anybody from the standpoint of theology, but I want to bring what I believe and the faith I have and how it guides me around the world into the discussion in a civil manner uh, or in a uh, conservative manner, not bitter manner. So what are some of the distortions you have seen in your own life, in your own journey? What are some of the distortions we see every day where one side or one opportunity or one identity is presented to you as this blazing fire that we have got to react to it? And we have got to react to it because, uh, you know, it has to get on the evening news or it has to go viral. Most recently, just think about it. Um, the fire that erupted when uh, a host basically said that this particular candidate hides behind their real name. And that was her middle name. She was born, I think, Namrata Nikki. Uh, and uh, that's what her birth, uh, Randava, I think, was her family name. And Haley is her married name. But that's her birth name. And she just took on her middle name. But the host, who also has taken on a different name, uh, had a different way of putting it. So first the fire erupts when she says that, you know, I don't like that person because they're afraid of their ethnicity and they're a chameleon. So that automatically raises the flag for everybody who's observing it on a peripheral level and has not gone and done their own research. All they see is Nikki Haley was the governor of uh, a state and then went on to become an ambassador to the United Nations. And uh, they just see that a conservative woman did something, so she probably did something either right or wrong. They don't matter. But the fire that has erupted is suddenly, hey, you know what? This conservative woman that had such a clean track record and uh, did well in debates and actually posited herself on the international stage is somebody that is actually uh, um, ashamed of their ethnicity. What a toxic word to present, ashamed of your ethnicity. I'll give you, my long name was NVSS Krishna. If I pronounce that name, half of you, it'll take up the segment. It's like I was born at a time when they attributed the father and the grandfather and the village and the caste and everything else was lopped into one. When I became a citizen of the United States, they gave me an option to change my name. My given name was NVSS Krishna. But my father used to call me Krish at home. My friends called me Krish on the playground. 
My father was called Dunham by a bunch of Americans who had come to India and couldn't pronounce his name and asked him if he had a nickname. So my father's passport actually says N. Surinayana Dunham or N.S. Dunham. Dunham is an alias. Dunham is an add-on. It was on all his documents, but that's not his legal name. So when I became a citizen, I put our family name, N, as my middle initial, and I changed my name to Krishna Dunham. I'm not afraid of my ethnicity. I'm not hiding behind anything. I'm not a, a chameleon. But that's the fire that they create, because if you're not careful in paying attention to what's going on, the distortion is just, hey, I'm going to lob something here and watch you erupt. But for a moment in time, the news cycle will pick that up and say, okay, this person said this about this person, so it's got to be true. Or it's got to be false. That's the fire. Now flip the equation, the very host who said that has a name that is slightly longer and she goes by a different name, a moniker that is much shorter and easier to pronounce. When she was asked why she changed her name, she says, most people here are not literate enough to be able to pronounce my actual name and that's why I went this route. Man, if you believe that, I've got a plot of land in the swamp that I want to tell you has a good view of the ocean. That, that is the ultimate distortion I've ever seen if there was one. But this is part of the casualty of culture because this is mainline. This is what actually qualifies for 20 years as a television program during the daytime when obviously it's run by the, by the any show runs by the, by the profitability of its existence by the revenue its advertisers produce for it. So if something like that has existed for a period of time, you have to scratch your head and say, someone thinks it's legitimate or X number of people are watching it so someone thinks that's it has to continue. And if it's been around for so long, we might as well advertise there because we'll get more bang for the buck. That's marketing 101. Some years ago, I remember I was with Mr. Ziegler, my late great hero and mentor, who uh, we were in Phoenix, Arizona, and he said something in a speech that uh, uh, there were 300 people there and he brought out his Christian heritage or his Christian identity or his born-again status. And a lady came up to me just as we were boarding the car and she said to me, she says, Are you, do you work for him? I said, proudly. She says, will you give him this note? And I read the note and the note had a little bit of toxicity in it, but this was a woman of Jewish heritage who talk, took offense to the fact that Mr. Chris, Mr. Ziegler talked about his Christianity. But in the, in the message, she says, I liked everything he says. I just don't like him bringing his faith in it because it alienates people. And as I folded the piece of paper, Mr. Ziegler saw me receiving it and folding it. And he asked me in the car ride to the airport. He says, what was that? I said, it was a letter and it, it's, in his own words, it's quasi barn burner, which means uh, you write things that you just really mean about someone. He said, Krish, how many people were in the audience? I said, 300, sir. He said, then one person did not like what we did. I said, that seems about right, based on the fact that only one gave us a piece of paper. He says, throw that away. Reacting to her is bad marketing. See, when you look at the distortion, ask yourself, what are we being forced to react to? And as a result, are we not responding? Reaction is always negative. It is quick. It is based on no data. It has no intelligence attached to it. It is a knee-jerk reaction like you're taking your hand off a flame because it burns. Response is proactive. We'll talk more about that when we come back after this break. America was built on preparing for the difficult times. Wise people foresee trouble coming and avoid it by being prepared. 
That's why you should know Food Storage Guys. They supply everyday citizens with emergency supplies, including wholesome food, cooking gear, water storage, and more. Any vegan, gluten-free, and meat-eaters will all find what they need, along with free shipping on orders over $200. Visit foodstorageguys.com to get what you need to prepare. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at My Pillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back. Uh, So far, we have talked about uh, the casualty of culture. The byline was the Christian compromise, and I may add that component later on. But so far, we're having so much fun, or at least I am. Thanks again to my friend Todd Huff for letting me grace his microphone on the Todd Huff Show, the home of conservative, not bitter. My name is Krish Dunham, K-R-I-S-H-D-H-A-N-A-M. You can reach me at krishdunham.com or krish at krishdunham.com. I'm available on limited social media. LinkedIn is what I do. A new app called Tuvu, T-U-V-U, is another one I use. But I've gotten off a lot of the mainstream stuff. I remember jokingly in a Q&A session, someone asked me if I was on Facebook. I said no. I called it Faceless Book because everybody on there is uh, hiding behind their real face and none of them have probably read a book recently. That was tongue-in-cheek. But then more recently, I've changed my definition to say, I'm no longer on Facebook. I've gone back to the good book. And Instagram, I quit so that I could go back and probably spend more time listening to Billy Graham. (laughs) So anyhow, that's just me and my little idiosyncrasies with the verbal gymnastics I play in my own head. Um, But LinkedIn uh, seems to be a good place where I can actually still have my moral um, outbursts uh, without being overtly prejudicial. Uh, in terms of the fact that, you know, I'm coming from that very narrow aperture of a biblical worldview. Now, um, I have a newsletter. If you'd like to subscribe to it, it's info at skylifesuccess.com, S-K-Y-L-I-F-E, success.com, skylifesuccess.com. 
If you send us an email there, we'll be able to get you that newsletter. It's free. I hope you'll enjoy it. I just come up with two or three paragraphs every Monday uh, talking about something that will help you in your secular identity. Obviously, I come at it from a sacred perspective. Once you look at the deviation and we have kind of opened up that distortion about the flame and the smoke, and um, I think that's something that uh, you need to ponder on for yourself. Ask yourself, how many things have you reacted to when if you actually parsed it and uh, looked at it, you realize, you know what, that was just uh, a knee-jerk reaction. Years ago, I heard the word anticipatory grief and someone said, there's no such thing as anticipatory grief. When you grieve, it will really happen. The month of October becomes a very difficult time uh, for me because um, some dear ones passed away very close to each other in the year 2010. But I remember one of the people who passed away, I had mourned him for many, many years. He was uh, given, I think, two transplants. And as a result of that, was he's had a renewed lease on life. We traveled extensively around the globe. And I remember at different points, he would say, one day it's going to be over. And I said, that's morbid. And I never really, you know, but I had the silence as, the, you know, as I went to bed at night, I would grieve for him and I would shed a tear saying, what would life look like without my buddy? Well, that day did come. And when that day came, I wailed. Even though I had grieved for him for so long, even though I knew it was an inevitability, when it happened, I wailed. I wailed a sound that was so loud, others came running from the house wondering if something even bigger had transpired. How could Krish be crying so loudly for something he knew would happen at least for the past 10 years, if not the last five for sure, as he walked with this person all over the world? That's what I mean when I talk about anticipatory grief. Anticipatory grief is not real. And that's what we are packaged and presented every day. We are given an, op- op- an idea of a future that is not real. We are given a house of cars that will collapse. On one side, we are promised pie in the sky. And people actually act today based on the fact that they think somewhere down the road, all the billionaires' mansions are going to be divided by the populace on earth. And everybody is going to have. Well, they tried that. It was called communism. And if If you travel in any part of Eastern Europe, you will see the cinder block identity of the buildings that represented the Soviet era. If you remember Mao's China, it was the grays and the blues that people had to wear of a similar kind of uniform. If you remember the death camps of Auschwitz, they were stripped of everything and every hair on their body was shaved and they were given a striped uniform. So no longer did they have an identity. This was all part of the distortion leading to the delusion. Once you accept in reaction and response to some of the distortions that take place, this delusion begins to set in that there is a parallel universe out there. No, God in his infinite wisdom gave us this world and the beauty of it, he gave us its creation. I remember sometime, some years ago, I got a chance to read Bertrand Russell's philosophy book on the problems with philosophy or something. Here was a mathematics uh, guy who was an atheist. And Bertrand Russell talked about the fact that when light bounces off the furniture, you can see it in one way because of the granular grain and how it refracts and you'll see it another way. And, you know, people got marveled by the fact that here was a guy, a philosopher, giving them all this information. And when I went through that book and someone said, did you begin to understand philosophy? I said, no, I started hating furniture. 
Life is not as complex as we try to make it out to be. Right is right, wrong is wrong, yes is yes, no is no. Some of the people who talk like that uh, in, uh, in the conservative movement now are immediately vilified because apparently there is some great, great theoretical mass behind all of this that you and I cannot understand. But that is just the biggest bunch of baloney I've ever heard, or as we'd say in West Texas, make it polysyllabic, baloney, <laughs> if you want that. But the reality is that's just a delusion. This culture is sinking at such a rapid rate and the very erudite and the very sophisticated are acting as if the common man, the hardworking man, the husband and wife who are raising a family together, church going, carrying a lunchbox, raising the children in safety and raising the children in care are actually the prejudiced and bigoted ones. You heard the delusion. The script has been flipped on its backside. The sophisticated and erudite are the people who can dye their hairs nine ways from Sunday, can look any which way they want, say anything they want, be countercultural, and basically say, my life has no boundary because that's the way I identify. If you identify as a normal person who believes that marriage is between a man and a woman, you'll be bigoted or at least slated for that bigotry immediately. I'm not articulating what your choices should be, and I'm not even for a moment beginning to say what your behavior should be. But isn't that the height of intolerance? The greatest delusion ever was intolerance being made into tolerance and tolerance being made into intolerance. If anything was more laughable in our time, I don't know what it is. But this is part of it. When you lose the culture war, this is what happens. When we come back to close out the show, we'll just uh, go over the highlights. More after this. America was built on preparing for the difficult times. Wise people foresee trouble coming and avoid it by being prepared. That's why you should know Food Storage Guys. They supply everyday citizens with emergency supplies, including wholesome food, cooking gear, water storage, and more. Any vegan, gluten-free, and meat eaters will all find what they need, along with free shipping on orders over $200. Visit foodstorageguys.com to get what you need to prepare. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TOD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TOD. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
back uh, for the last quick hit on Conservative Not Bitter, the home of the Todd Huff Show. Thanks again to my dear friend for allowing me to sit behind his microphone. I am slated to come back and do another episode. Uh, But today we talked about the casualty of culture, and uh, I'm going to add the Christian compromise to this. But today we highlighted the deviation that took place. Uh, We talked about the distortions and we began to embark on the grand delusion. But I want to bring to you something as just an immigrant can. You know, Daniel Webster said it many years ago when he said, if we and our posterity reject religious instruction and authority, violate the principles of eternal ethics, trifle on moral injunction, and recklessly destroy the political constitution that upholds us, No man can say how sudden the catastrophe that will overwhelm us and bury all our glory in profound obscurity. Sometimes on my morning walk, as I'm just walking in the neighborhood and the the beauty of God's creation has not begun to reveal itself by the dawn of the day, I walk by this one house in my town that has a flag it has, uh, I think it has two flags there. One of them is the United States flag and the other may be one of the other flags uh, that that gentleman, uh, uh, one of the branches of the service. But as I walk by that place, I gently remove my hat. I pause in my stride and I salute it. It is not just for me a piece of cloth waving in the wind. Men died for that privilege. Uh, we need to wake up, otherwise we're going to lose this war. Until next time, this is Chris Dunham. Thanks a lot. God bless. America was built on preparing for the difficult times. Wise people foresee trouble coming and avoid it by being prepared. That's why you should know Food Storage Guys. They supply everyday citizens with emergency supplies, including wholesome food, cooking gear, water storage, and more. Any vegan, gluten-free, and meat eaters will all find what they need, along with free shipping on orders over $200. Visit foodstorageguys.com to get what you need to prepare. My friends, I've struggled with insomnia for years. One thing I've learned is that nothing will make you appreciate a good night's sleep more than a bad night's sleep. That's why my family and I are grateful to be sleeping on pillows from our friends at MyPillow. Our son likes that it's a poofy pillow that never gets hot. Our oldest daughter likes that she doesn't need two pillows to sleep anymore. And our youngest daughter likes that it's comfy and better than her old pillow. But they've got much more to offer than just pillows, my friends. In fact, my wife raves about the fantastic quality of our MyPillow towels and our really soft, comfortable MyPillow sheets. And not to be left out, Echo and Tango love sleeping on their MyPillow dog bed, too. Visit MyPillow.com to shop their wide variety of products and use promo code TODD to save as much as 80%. That's MyPillow.com, promo code TODD.